Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? Yes, it is your boy, Pastor Wayne Scarborough, with This Is The Day. Hey, y'all, this is the only day. Listen, tomorrow's not promised. Yesterday is over, so we learn from it. This is the only day we have. This is the moment. This is the day. I know some people say, why he keeps saying this is the only day? Because it's all we have. I can't look forward to tomorrow because I don't know if it's going to be here. Yesterday has passed, and I got to thank God for the day. That's why we rejoice and be glad. And let me just say, it's an honor and privilege once again. Come on, y'all. I don't just say that. That's not just catchphrases. It is an honor and privilege to be sitting here talking to you. Listen, somebody didn't make it last night. Somebody got ready, dressed for work, got their clothes ready, had their plans for the next day, and they did not make it. They literally did not wake up. And so when I say this is the day, that's what this show is about. Whatever we're discussing, this is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. We got to rejoice. Joy must take its place the next day because I don't know. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Joy must have its place the next day. You can't be taking any depression, suicidal thoughts into the, the next day. That's why pain only come for a night, but joy come in the morning. That's why this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. We got to rejoice. We got to keep doing it every single day. So every single day that God allows you to wake up, rejoice. No matter what your problems are, challenges, issues that you may facing, rejoice. No matter if you have any health issues, whatever, I speak healing over you. If you have any financial problems, I speak prosperity over you. But whatever you're going through, if you have a broken relationship, loneliness, whatever, I cancel all that and speak life over your death right now. Why? Because this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Listen, I'm glad you're taking the time out to walk me on in this journey we call life. Listen, y'all could be doing anything right now, listening to anybody right now, talking to anybody right now. Listen, I get it, but I appreciate you. And then for those who join us for the very first time, let me just give you a special thank you. Because listen, you could be listening to anybody, joining anybody right now. There, Listen, there's so many people doing so many great things right now, and you've taken up time out to listen to this. Listen, to all my people in the United States and also in other countries right now, I appreciate every single one of you. Let me let you know what this is the day is all about. If you have not joined this conversation before, we like discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, without judgment, will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid, and we can have a conversation freely here on This Is The Day with Pastor Way. Yo, as we always do, let let me go over a couple of things, what discipline really is while we're doing this, Uh, especially if you listen to any of our other conversations. We are in a series now 
a conversation talking about the disciplines of faith. We talked about uh, the discipline of prayer, uh, repentance, and now we're doing part two of the discipline of confession. So if you haven't listened to any of our conversations, go back and listen to disciplines of faith. Uh, and then before that, we did how to apply faith. That's why we got into the disciplines. Now we talk about how to apply faith, but now what are the disciplines of actually doing faith? And now we're going through those disciplines. Before that, we talked about how to treat one another and that will never go out of style. You should listen to that all the time because that is a series that we talked about and that needs to be listened to daily because how we treat one another is being shown right now. And I'm, I'm so hurt just by church folk. I get it why the world doesn't come into the church because church folks treat people the worst. The world accepts you and if you disagree with it or not, the world accepts you faster than people in the church do. Because, you know, once when people find where Genesis is, oh boy, you know, now they're the Holy One in Israel. They're standing at the altar eating sheep bread. They're Jesus' first cousin now. And, you know, they've been walking with the Lord for so long. Now, all of a sudden, now they got attitude and, you know, they want to judge you for stuff and they want to condemn you for stuff. But the world, all you got to do is say, I'm sorry. And the world be like, well, we'll take you back. And I think that's a little off. The world is able to take you back faster than the church will. Oh boy, don't get me started. So we did how to treat one another. And before that, we did the 10 principles for a successful relationship. And then before that, we did end times. Where are we now? We're definitely going to revisit that because there are so many things happening right now as far as what's going to be connected to end times. Uh, when you talk about what the mask mean, vaccine, all that kind of stuff, that's leading to the mark of the beast, all that kind of stuff. And I know people say, that is not, how do you know that? Because if you're willing to put a mask on, then you're willing to put something in your body. You're will, you'll be willing eventually to put something on your body, which is a mark. Oh boy. Don't get me started on that. It's called conditioning. <laughs> You're being conditioned right now. And I'm talking about there's going to be bishops of the bishops that you they go take the mark and you're going to be like, Bishop. And Bishop going to be like, well, and he ain't going to have no answer. But because he conditioned himself versus really looking or listening to the word of God that he had been preaching all, all that time. Oh boy. Am I in trouble already? I ain't even started yet. I'm in so much trouble. But it's okay. It is what it is. Now, before we get started, we, are, we have a thing that we do here. You know, just like in a plane, we're going to take off on this flight together. So make sure all your seat and tray tables are in the upright lock position. Any turbulence you feel on this flight with This Is The Day with Pastor Ray. Listen, that is God shaking at the very root of what does not need to be on this plane. If you're with somebody, which I hope you are listening with somebody, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. When you talk about discipline, we said discipline. Is an activity, exercise, or a regimen that develops or improves a skill. Training, once again, activity, exercise, or regimen that develops or improves a skill or training. So now, reason why disciplines of faith is very important, prayer. Woo! That is definitely an activity or an exercise or a regimen that, needs, that you need to develop and improve that skill. Without question. Without question. The only way to do it is to actually do it and pray. Uh, another way. Uh, when you talk about prayer, not only are you praying from your heart or what's inside, but also read God's word. And so as you continue to develop that relationship, you'll know how to talk to more. You'll also know how to pray for people better. Repentance. Good God almighty, man. 
man, discipline of repentance. You're talking about an activity, exercise, or regimen that you need to develop or improve that skill. Woo! Because going the other way, repenting, getting off that path that you're on and go the opposite way to do the opposite, do the godly thing and say, instead of the demonic thing, oh man, that's major. Then the discipline of confession. These are our confessions. You know, I got my Usher going on, but I can't sing like Usher, but listen, I love that song, but confessions are very important. And it's not just for you just to confess to other people, but confess to yourself and be truthful about where you are. Now, you know, this thing of going in denial when you know you searched your inner parts and you know that uh, something's wrong, but then you can't put no words on it. Man, you got to work on that, that discipline or skill. And then the reason why you confess to others is so, so somebody can hold you accountable. Because based on what you said, that's why sometimes when I counsel people and or somebody's having a conversation and they tell me one thing and do another, and I say, based on your, your confession, or I said, based on your words, you said this. So there, there will be no doubts on where I'm getting the information from. You said. So that's why confession is so important is when you confess one to another. Somebody you trust. Don't be getting up in front of the church. Somebody, I'm confessing all everything to the church because, you know, church folks, they'll talk about you. They'll judge you. And you, everybody whispering behind your back, not cool. Listen, find some people that you trust. If you're going to confess somebody to so somebody can hold you accountable. Listen, somebody has been through some stuff like you that, listen, y'all can pray for each other. See? That's that's the thing. Get an accountability partner. Oh, boy. So we're doing discipline of confession part two. Now, we're going to talk about how do I practice this discipline of confession? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> See how that works? I'm so glad you asked. So what can I do? Do not laugh at sin or rationalize it. That's one. We can't do that. Look, sin is not funny. Even though I told you in the last episode that sin feels good. It does. That's why we keep doing it. We can't stop. Sin feels very good because it's a fleshly thing that's going on. Remember, your, your flesh is always seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. That Listen, that's, that's what sin does. Seeks pleasure and avoids pain. So do not laugh at sin or rationalize it. Rather, guard it against it. This is where our confession in Jesus and being accountable helps us stay focused, grow, and be the person who is authentic in the faith. Thus, we must allow Jesus' conviction and our accountability to others to examine who we are and who we ought to be. Good God Almighty. If we are in a self-indulgent lifestyle, oh, that, that just sounds bad. A self-indulgent lifestyle. Mm, mm, mm. With the desire to live and to do as we please, you know, I got, I want to do what I want. Oh boy, we are headed for trouble and for life that is sad and pathetic. Ah, we may be Christians, sealed by His grace, but do we serve Him as we quote unquote run our personal life and His church? That's a great question. Don't skip over that. We may be Christians, disciples of Christ. I like to say rather than Christians, because Christians is a slang term. It's like calling a black person the N-word. The uh, you know uh, the Jews, the Pharisees, Sadducees called the people Christians. So they were using that as a slang term. So we're sealed by grace as disciples of Christ, but do we serve him as we run our personal lives in his church? God wants us to, quote unquote, hear this word, not bow to our pleasure-seeking mindsets so we can have our personal aspirations of control surrendered to him, allowing his lordship, Woo, to be manifested in all parts of our lives. You can find that in Isaiah 28, 7 through 8, and also Amos 4 and 1. Prior to beginning this 
discipline. This is, come on, y'all. We're going to walk slow for a second here. So prior to beginning this discipline, we're talking about discipline of confession. Seek out some Seek out some same gender people who are more mature, come on now, and or further in their walk with Jesus than you and ask him to hold you accountable. See what I'm saying? The accountability. Got to have somebody hold you accountable. And then if you think there are none, you have pride or fear or anger or perhaps the desire to stay in your sins clouding you because even Billy Graham has such people in his life. I'm just saying, y'all, it don't matter where you are. Listen. Uh, you got to have people that, especially like women need to have some women that they're accountable to that are older and men need to have some men that they're accountable that are older, that have been through some stuff that you can be accountable, especially if they've overcome, if you know, they've overcome some stuff and can teach you some stuff so you can avoid their path. You may want to listen to them. Yeah. You may want to listen to them. That's why I find it interesting when like, especially single people want to listen to other single people. <laughs> That's funny and you're trying to be married you need to listen and then when you go listen to a married couple don't listen to a married couple that is not successful if you know they argue and something like that you need to listen to a happily married couple a couple that they're not perfect but at least they can tell you how to go through what's needed and definitely from both perspectives male and female i'm just saying you need to have accountability partners that have gone through some stuff if you're going to confess to somebody, if you're going to have accountability partners. You got to have some people that have gone through some stuff and at least and definitely non-judgmental. Uh-oh. 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 That's so important. You can't have the, the person that they go hold you accountable and then they're judging you. You don't want that. So understand this. Perhaps a small group or a mentor will suffice. I believe in mentorship. Mentorship is major. That's why one of my favorite a uh, couple of my favorite uh, stories in the Bible are Elijah and Elisha. That's probably one of my, my one of my all time favorites. And then Ruth and Naomi. Uh, you t those are two of my favorite mentor mentee uh, relationships uh, in the Bible. And if you ever uh, have time, sit down and read both of those stories. Those stories are amazing. We have many resources on our small groups, in different small groups. There's so many resources out there, small groups that you can learn, even if you don't have one in whatever ministry that you're in right now. Listen, develop a, a good network of friends, like core people. Like in my life, I have a group uh, of core people that uh, we go out together, hang out, stuff like that, uh, about to go on a trip, all that kind of stuff that we, we can uh, iron in, sharpen iron, that we can actually talk. There's no judgment. We can cover each other in prayer all that kind of stuff. You got to have a core group like that. Now, the thing about it is it ain't that many. <laughs> you may not have that many people in your life like that, but you got to find those people in your life where y'all, how can two walk together unless we agree to do so? So you have to find people in your life like that. Understand this, take a look at your conscience and counsel from others, your, your regret and grief and your determination to avoid sin. Here's a great thing, a great question. Do they line up? to his way as they should. Then realize God's care and love and presence is upon you to guide you through this. This is something in which you are not alone. You have Christ and others. Understand this, the practice of the discipline of confession means as we are quote unquote on guard with our faith, we can be aware that when we slip, there are others to help catch us. Of course, the key is to be open and honest to face what is seeking to harm us. We also need to be aware that sin is usually gradual. 
Oh yeah, sin and sin don't just come on upon you. Sin, sin is at, at the door, crouching at your door, waiting uh, to master you. So it creeps in. It be creep. Yeah. Uh oh. See, I'm sorry. I, I didn't went off the path. Start singing again. I, I told. I tell my peoples all the time. If, if, they shouldn't. God knew not to give me a voice to sing because I'd be trying to sing everything all the time. Brian McKnight or Luther Vandross all the time. I'd try to sing every note. So that's why I talk. <laughs> See, you got to be able to laugh at yourself and tell yourself you got issues. I got issues when it comes to that because I know I can't sing, but I yet I still try to do it. And I know I'd be hurting some ears and stuff like that. So, you know, listen, I'm sorry. But sometimes I just have to crack myself up. But I can tell myself the truth, though. I can really say, wait, I can't sing. There's some people out there that think they can sing, and they would swear up and down to you that they are the bomb. And then if you tell them they can't sing, they will be like, oh, who, who are you think you are? I'm somebody to tell you that you can't sing. I can't hear it. <laughs> I believe that alone. <laughs> I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Don't, don't get mad at me, y'all. Will you hit your boy up? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hit your boy up at Real Pastor Wade. Wade is spelled W-A-I-D on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Don't be mad at me. Hit your boy up. Just say what's up to me. What's up? Just, if this being helpful, stuff like that. Listen, tell me if you can tell yourself the truth about, you know, what you're not good at and be able to laugh at yourself. Those are major, major, major things. So we can also be aware that when we slip, there are others to help us catch. Of course, this is key and open and honest to face uh, what is seeking to harm us. We also need to be aware that sin is usually gradual and we do not notice. Sometimes we do not care or see this as a problem until severe damage is done. That's why you got to catch sin early because we don't want it uh, to catch it too late. That's why you need accountability person. Somebody can tell you early, uh oh, you're going down the wrong path. They can help you out. And stop being mad uh, when they want to help you out because you want to continue down the path of sin because it feels good. Oh, boy. I didn't got in trouble again. It don't matter. So realize that this is serious business and we need one another. Here's another question. What happens when we practice this discipline of confession? Here we go. When we draw near to God. The ways of the world, the devil, and our pride are pushed further away, and we mature. If we draw near to our desires, we seek to serve ourselves and even the devil. Then God is pushed further away. Your ability to confess will help you go in the right direction. The choice is up to you. Let me give you some helpful hints, and we out of here, y'all. First thing, our confession gives us true piety and holiness as we grow further in Jesus. It is produced by the Spirit's lead and our learning. The ability to give and receive forgiveness and this produces a life on contentment. Listen, forgiveness is <sighs> major. Like when I'm allowed to preach again, we're going to talk about forgiveness. Like God has already told me, listen, if I get into in front of another group that wants me to come uh, give a word uh, from the Lord, it is forgiveness without question. Forgiveness is major, especially in this time. If we are going to defeat the devil, especially where we're going, especially in the end time, we got to forgive each other and be able to move on. We are stronger together. But forgiveness, when you talk about prayer, a repentance, confession, forgiveness is all up in there. We got to forgive uh, each other, especially right now, the way the church is divided right now, we have to forgive each other and move forward. That's going to make us stronger. Oh boy. Next thing, confession helps us to see how hy hy heinous our 
uh, rebellion, our sin are in God's eyes. So we can see how wonderful his providence is to the elect us anyway. God wants us to confess. God definitely wants us to confess, especially to him. Like we think God is stupid sometimes. Like we got to talk to God like he's a real person, but he's a real person that know everything. I know we shouldn't be bringing God to down to our humanity because we should be going up to his super because that his super meets our natural. So what happens is when we confess to God, listen, and, and stop being ashamed when you have to confess to God, especially pray and ask for something. He's already washed you and covered your sins. So therefore, don't be ashamed. See, the devil wants you to be saying your sin to shut you up. So you don't talk to the Lord. So you don't keep developing a relationship. When you keep confessing to the Lord and talk to him about where you really are, he he knows how to even do, even though he already knows how to deal with you. He knows how to deal with you. And then you're dealing with him on a whole nother level. So keep confessing and doing that. And then when you actually find somebody in the natural that you can trust, that you can count on, that where, listen, that can hold you accountable for some things, there is no judgment, all that kind of stuff then you want to keep those kind of people in your life. You don't want to talk, you don't want to have them uniblabs in your life. What is the uniblab? One of, every time you tell them something, man, they go run, tell that, like Martin said. Just go run, tell that. You don't want them people in your life. They, your business is all over the internet, everything else. Or people put those cryptic posts uh, on their Facebook or Twitter or something like that, and it's about you. Oh, uh, don't get me started, y'all. Next thing. We are also to confess our indifference and lack of trust in him. That's John 10, 28 and 29. Listen, confess your indifference and lack of trust in him. Remember I said, help me with my unbelief. Listen, that, listen, that is a confession. You saying, God, I really don't believe, but I got problems. But I believe, think about it. When it said, you're saying, help me with my unbelief. You're actually saying, God, I'm acknowledging you. I know you're there because I'm saying, help me with my unbelief. Then I'm saying, God, I don't believe you. <laughs> That's what you're saying. That's And you know what God is looking back at you? Okay. And he's like, imagine God saying back to you, I appreciate your honesty. Now, this is how we, this is what we're going to do. I'm just saying. That's why that's the, that's a powerful statement. Help me with my unbelief. That is such a powerful prayer, a powerful confession right there. And I know some people have been in church for so many years, for decades, and still won't do that. Because, oh, I got faith. I know God going to do it and don't believe none of that. And all they got to, and, and for something to break in their life, all they got to really do is say, God, help me with my unbelief. And be honest. Oh, boy, I'm just trying to set somebody free. God, set somebody free right now. I'm telling you, if you just learn that and be like, God, I know I've been walking with you for, for all my life. I know you've helped me from this point and uh, probably saved me from death at some time. You helped me when I find it. You helped me doing a lot of things. But right now, in this moment, I need you to help me with my unbelief. Man, that is such a powerful prayer. And it's okay whether you've been walking with God for 10 minutes or 10,000 years. It don't matter. Saying that and being honest, if that's where you are, I'm telling you, will move mountains. Oh, boy, they don't, they don't like me right now. It don't matter. I still love you anyway. Next thing, our confession is a starting point to build and develop character, patience, and dependence on God's grace. As Abraham did by faith, we are accountable for our choices. Listen, your choices affect others. Your choices not only affect you, but they affect others. Understand our confession is a starting point to build and develop character, patience, and dependence on God's grace. As Abraham did by faith, we are accountable for our choices. Listen. It's a tough thing when you talk about Abraham. He heard from God and God said, it's time for you to go. 
uh, and you got to leave all everything that you know, your family and everything. And then he'd be like, where are you going? I'll tell you later. Then you got to tell your wife that you heard from God because she didn't hear from the Lord. God talked to Abraham and she got to tell he got to tell her that we got to go somewhere. We're leaving everybody. Uh, I wouldn't even not wouldn't want to be in that conversation, but it happened. It is what it is. But you got to be able to build that and develop that character and patience and dependence on God's grace and know he's going to come through. And even if you don't believe it, like the previous thing we said before, God, help me with my belief. Confession. Listen, I'm telling you, confession uh, is freeing if you do it. Listen, that's why, but you know, that's why the police want you to always confess. If you just confess, you feel better. Well, make sure you got an attorney present <laughs> before you do all that. Know your rights. But I'm just, we're talking about <laughs> like, listen, don't get mad at Pastor Wade. Well, Pastor Wade said, go ahead and confess. Well, praise the Lord. You may want counsel. <laughs> uh, listen, you may want some counsel before you do all that. But confession is also freeing. So remember when you confess to somebody and especially confession also helps somebody else, especially if you've been through the same thing they've been through and somebody's talking to you about their problem and you can say, well, this is what God helped me. I had the same issue and this is how I overcame and this was the issue. I'm telling you, you're freed and they're freed at the very same time. Oh boy, I'm telling you y'all this stuff. Listen, I didn't, I didn't write this stuff. God said all this stuff. Listen, I'm only a messenger. Don't kill the messenger. <clears throat> Next thing, there is forgiveness when we fail and we will. Uh-oh, there is forgiveness when we fail and we will. If an individual or a church collectively repents, they can be saved and rebooted to serve and glorify Jesus. If not, a church or an individual Christian will close and be a rotten memory of the community and to Christ. Hey, don't get mad at me, y'all. Next thing, when we try to live and... Uh, to and by ourselves without Jesus, or even try to serve him without relying on him, we are showing an incredible amount of disrespect. We seek, to, man, we just disrespectful right time. It don't matter, it matter if you're a Gnostic, atheist, Christian, whatever, man. We Sometimes we walk Buddhist, Catholic, don't matter. We walking around here, uh, Muslim, don't matter. Walking around here like, like God doesn't exist. Are you serious? Are you serious? For anybody to think man is the superior being, are you serious? Really? Just look at how the body is created. That's tell you all you need to know that there is a God. How the body is created? Are you kidding me right now? Man, uh, uh, on the Earth's axis right now, if the Earth goes off its axis a little uh, to the left, we burn to death. If it goes off its axis a little to the right, we go freeze to death. I'm just saying everything keeps spinning. Uh, somebody's doing that. And then when you talk about things, uh, the galaxies and all the planets, and there's more than nine, don't get me started on that. If you think there's only nine, uh, it would be a vast waste of space if there was only nine. I'm just saying. We just, we just don't have the capacity to go that far. Oh, boy. I'm going to leave that alone. But I'm just saying it would be a waste of space. There are so many things about God that we don't understand. But when we act like and walk around that like he does not exist— like he's not there. Like he's not the supreme being. Are you serious? Listen, let's just say I'm going to play a little advocate here. Let's just say if you don't even know his real name, at least acknowledge that there is supreme. And don't call him the universe, please. The, listen, I don't want the universe because you know what the thing about when somebody says, well, the universe is going to line it up for you. The universe will do it. I hate that. Why? Because the devil, uh, the enemy also has access to the spiritual realm, which you're quote unquote calling the universe. And it, it, can, it, go, it can be used both ways. I want to call on the name of Yahweh, the name of the Lord God. Boy, 
That's where I want my blessing from. I don't want it from the devil enemy because he blesses too. Don't get me started. Y'all, somebody mad at me, but it don't matter. We almost done, y'all. Next thing. Uh, uh, uh. Next thing. We need to have the right focus and perspective so we can know what God wants us to do. We can do this by learning about our Lord, his obedience, and being willing to go through times of waiting, discouragement, and even suffering, and see them as opportunities of personal growth and faith building and strengthening. Oh, good God almighty. Next thing. We need not be frustrated woo, or filled with worry when we have Jesus. So that needs to help somebody right there. We need not be frustrated or filled with worry when we have Jesus. That's 1 John 4, 17 through 19. Next thing, we have to make a commitment to acknowledge our fallen nature and be willing and able to confess our sin and repent, which means... We do not do it again. It also means to have someone hold us accountable and that we confess our sins to God. Good God Almighty, somebody need to hear that one more time. We have to make a commitment to acknowledge our fallen nature and be willing and able to confess our sin and repent, which means we do not do it again. It also means to have someone hold us accountable, which is major. It is key, somebody to hold you accountable and that we confess our sins to God. Oh my God, that helped me if it did not help you. Next thing, when we are not accountable to God and to others, such as a spouse, pastor, mentor, or friend, we are free to sin, which will lead to social and physical disaster. Refusing to deal with sin will lead to pornography, flirting, inappropriate lust, jealousy, and then sexual encounters, relationship breakdowns, and perhaps the breakup of a marriage that God brought together. Listen, don't get mad at me. Oh, boy. Next thing. Are you showing true acceptance of Jesus as your Lord? You can know this by doing what he says. That's Luke 6, 46. Next thing. Living a surrendered, redeemed life is about seeking the Lord's will and seeking to glorify him. Good God Almighty. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Next thing, as with the discipline of repentance, since these disciplines go together, I found that the Ten Commandments, which is Exodus 21 through 17, as well as the fruit of the Spirit, which is, and the quote-unquote flesh, which is Galatians 5, 16 through 26, are excellent templates to use as tools for our assessment. Listen, these are the tools you need for your assessment. So look at the Ten Commandments. That's Exodus 20, 1 through 17. Then look at Galatians 5, 16 through 26 about how to operate in the fruit of the Spirit and also versus the flesh. I'm telling you, it will help you major, major. Next thing, we have scriptures that acknowledge our faith. Levi 5 and 5, Psalms 32, 5, Matthew 10, 32, and John 1 and 20, Acts 20 and 14, Romans 14, 11, and Hebrews 11, 13, 13 through 15. Ladies and gentlemen, these things are major. That discipline of repentance, discipline of confession, go hand in hand and review and go over and really study for yourself. Don't believe just pastor, wait. 
Don't believe just passed away. Study for yourself. I talked, told you about a friend of mine. She said during this time, because the church had closed, stuff like that, she said when she's coming to church, you know, it, the church was doing it for her. But she said during this time, while the church hadn't been open, she said she had to not study the word for herself. She developed a better understanding and a better relationship with God. I'm telling you, it can be done. Go study it for yourself. Do not just rely on a pastor, a bishop, or, or, or just somebody just to do it for you. Go study it. Now, what you can do if you don't, there's something you don't understand, and all by getting, get understanding. There's so many tools out there, or if you trust somebody that knows how to uh, rightly divide the word to be able to help you to be uh, uh, that godly man or woman, then do that, that you can be accountable to, then find them and do that. I'm telling you to bless your life. Remember, go over those 10 commandments, the Exodus in 20, 1 through 17, and then look at the comparison with uh, the fruit of the spirit, and then also the flesh, which is Galatians 5, 16 through 26. And I'm telling you, it will bless your life. Ladies and gentlemen, good God Almighty, I pray that you enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode eight, Disciplines of Faith. I thank you for all your support and your responses. New episodes will release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember, to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once, get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. Also for anything to become a habit psychologically takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remember, in all thy getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned. Remember, discipline is key to discipleship. A special thanks to my boy, KC, Kevin Clayton, I Am Music Group, and Erica Dove. Listen, they keep me fresh, y'all. They keep the show uh, fresh, too. Man, I appreciate them. She does the artwork. Also, the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty. I appreciate their support on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Uh, listen, if it wasn't for Frank Nitty, I would not be here. So thank you, Frank Nitty. Also, Frank Holder, my dude. Also, he has a, a, the Humor Mill magazine. Listen, go check him out. I'm trying to tell you. Also, Alex Teamer, aka Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, that's my pastor. And Lena Bird Miles for this is the intro. New album will drop soon. Be looking for it, y'all. A shout out to Shannon Jackson, Shay J Entertainment, and the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile Ministry. And a shout out to the House of NoHo podcast show with Julian Payne. That is my Barbara, a celebrity barber to the stars. Man, if you're in the greater Los Angeles area, listen, and you need to get fly, I'm telling you, you need to go see him. He's very reasonable and have you looking frizzish. Check out his podcast, the NoHo, N-O-H-O podcast show with Julian Payne. And remember to subscribe to This Is The Day on whatever podcast platform you use. And you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject ties you would like to discuss on This Is The Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 